0: Yo, what is going on? Howie Spangler here. Sales from the Green Room episode number 123. Uh, Happy Friday. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, This episode is brought to you by the Cash App. Uh, I use it all the time. It's it's great for uh, sending and receiving money from your homies that like owe you money. And you're like, yo, fucking pay me, man. Um, It's very simple. Uh, You can use my link. Um, in the description here, or my code KHBSMVD. Uh, KHBSMVD. Uh, yeah, use my code when you sign up and get $5. How about that? How about that, huh? I'm here to help everybody. So uh, thanks to the Cash App for that little referral link. They do kick me back uh, five bucks as well. So if you want to support the podcast, there's a way to do it. Uh, okay, today I've got Audic Empire from Texas on. We had a great conversation on the YouTubes and Facebooks. And, uh, I thought it was a good one. It was a really good one. There's a lot of information there. Um, those guys, uh, just asking a lot of questions about, you know, navigating the new industry. So I just, I just laid it out. So I feel like it's a really good episode uh, for you artists out there that are trying to, you know, come up. Um, so pay attention, take some notes, whatever. Listen to it again, whatever you got to do. Some uh, Ballyhoo news We got a new song Coming out Well it's not It's not our song It's a sublime song Actually STP It's going to be out Next Friday On uh, Law Records On the uh, A compilation It's called The House That Bradley Built And all the proceeds Are going to go to uh, Bradley's House Which is A wonderful uh, Organization Set up by his family um, To uh, To help uh, You know Rehabilitate some people that are dealing with uh, addiction And uh, It's going to give them a place to go So um, I think that's awesome So please listen, stream You know, all that stuff And uh, go support um, Today I think Pepper and Long Beach Ball Stars Dropped their songs And uh, ours comes out next Friday So the, the record comes out September 4th I think Our Labor, Labor Day weekend So uh, make sure you, uh, you look out for that uh, what else is happening? Um, we got some new music coming, one of our own songs actually, uh, in a couple weeks. I'll have some more info for that. Sorry, there's no real info there. I, I'm, I'm teasing. Teasing you guys. Sorry. Uh, and I got to get some more quarantine videos done. How about that? So, yeah, let's get that done. Uh, make sure you follow me at Instagram, Howie Spangler, YouTube, um, you know, all the places. All right, let's get to it, man. Uh, here's Autic Empire, all the way from Texas uh, Tales from green room. Here we go. What's up?
1: What's up y'all?
0: Woo. All right, man. <clears throat> you guys, uh, how's it going out there? What's Texas like right now? It's chill, man. It's super hot. Very hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hundred Sup-
1: degrees.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. But we've been, uh, We've been, you know, making it. Just freaking staying, recording the music and staying cool in the river. Oh yeah, the river's always where it's at. We go to the San Marcos River and then to the New Braunfels River right over here. We Carver and I live in San Marcos, and then James lives a little bit up north from that. And there's a ton of river spots everywhere in between. There's or, or Lake places. Travis. Yeah. Indeed.
0: I've heard of Lake Travis. I've never been there.
2: Really?
0: Yeah, you man. need to come out, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so every hard. time we go to Texas, we have a great time. Um, it is uh, like the, the fans are very, um, very excited and, and rabid and, and raucous.
2: What did you fun. play last?
0: Uh, last time we played Texas, um, it was probably, I'm sure House of Rock was in there, Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. And then uh, where were we playing? Austin? It was. Um, Damn it. We put a couple places in Austin uh, I can't that were like in Austin. Yeah, it was. Um, I know we were there with the Expendables last year. Uh, what, what was the name of that Empire venue? The
2: Control Room, maybe?
0: Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Gas Monkey in Dallas is always great. Is that yeah, place uh, still open? I was hearing some things.
2: I, yeah, I've heard the same thing. I think I, one of them maybe closed or something. Yeah. They closed something, but. I don't know. it's outdoor
1: so they might be able to do some sort of something yeah but i heard they i heard they closed like gas monkey closed
0: yeah i don't, yeah. I don't know that's what i was hearing damn yeah. that, I, I i don't know i hope it's not true i mean i
1: hope not yeah that was a good was a really good spot
0: and we have great real shows there
2: they have a good amount of money so i feel bad for other smaller venues you know it's just gonna snowball down and everyone's just gonna I don't know what's going to happen man. I hope, hope some of our favorite venues stay around. I mean, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's uh, kind of interesting to see how
1: many venues actually uh make it um after the next couple months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um there's a there's that campaign Save Our Stages um that uh we became a part of recently. Uh we'll have more inf- information on that real soon, but um Yeah, they're, I guess there there it's like a fund to help uh to keep yeah keep the venues open um i I need to do more research into that but um that's cool uh, yeah yeah we uh i know baltimore soundstage um uh was kind of reaching out back in back in the day i made made a video for him just saying hey you know baltimore's rad um yeah I'm, i'm hoping that uh that we don't there's some really good venues out there and um a lot of good independent ones that you know that aren't live nation and stuff and uh and all those people are out of work and it's just it's a shame right now um real yeah but you know hopefully people can stick it out and uh i I would love to do something like when we come back like when things are you know normal again or whatever normal will be um i would love to do a bunch of free shows man and like some of these venues and like just just have people come out and just drink like crazy and like make the bar a lot of money, you know, that's um, a good
1: and, way to do it. That's, mm. that sounds like a good idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like just save
1: your be... local bar. Or something. Exactly.
0: Just do a, like a
2: music scene. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like a string cool. of free shows.
2: Just do like, find like one of your favorite ones that, you know, that's like hurt and bad that you want to really keep around and just freaking save the music scene. Get yeah. A whole bunch of bands or get Like multiple bands. I, like a little free south by southwest it's gonna gonna be interesting to see how many (laughs) venues make it and then whenever
1: it is time for bands to tour um all the places that are still around are probably gonna get booked up pretty quickly by uh, a lot of the bigger um um headlining acts you know so how many venues are gonna um actually be around for
2: like the uh medium-sized bands and stuff well i think like a medium-sized bands or smaller bands, even, like, so, like, where we are, we're going to be able to get first dibs, because I think even the bigger bands are going to hold off longer, because, you know, like, mm-hmm. they don't want to bring, you know, 500 people, mm-hmm. opposed to, like, 100 people we'd get away with, like, playing. Right, people might be more open to the Yeah, I feel bands. like in 2021, I'm going to, like, we'll try to get, like, a tour going real soon, but I feel like whenever it's bands time. are going to be even yeah. harder. Yeah, I mean, hopefully 2021 is, like, That's what I hope to like January just go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We can have some good health.
0: I know, man, they're, they're working on these, uh, these vaccines and stuff right now. And, um, there's a, I've seen a few promising, uh, independent companies that are, that are, uh, you know, doing, doing like, uh, trials and they say things are going well so far. And, uh, one of them, I forgot the name of it. Uh, they're going to make like 2 billion, um, vaccines, uh, on the first round. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, the, uh, I, I I'm, I'm kind of looking at it like, you know, it's going to be at least a year from when we finished to like our last show, like when all this went down. So like March, I'm thinking yeah. that things won't even pop off till March, um, just because they're talking like end of the year, December, January, you know, it, on, on the, on a good day. Um, uh, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that by the spring, like things will, you know, start rolling again, um, you know i don't i don't know obviously but yeah um uh, there's no crystal ball but
2: i feel um, like the best thing to do during this time is just get all your product in line you know like make music make music is the product the merch and everything i mean we're that's what we're trying to do yeah. is like get that all organized and like revamp yourself like rebrand yourself a little bit and then come back just bam like super strong and organized yeah, use
1: the time off to the
2: advantage. Because right. like we've always been behind, you know, we've always had like twenty songs that we're supposed to record, and people are like, "We need an album," and we've always been, you know, doing that. So constantly it's like, touring. I feel like this is our time to catch up. Yeah, you know? it's nice to not tour. <clears throat> it is.
0: You guys raise a great point. Um, you know, it's kind of like I look at it like, uh, you know, um, when uh, when the, when the markets are down, like when the stocks are down, <clears throat> and all the all the all the rich people with, with money coming in, buy all the shares, you know, and just like get, and then when everything comes back, they're like, they're rich as fuck, you know? Um, you know, I look at the same ways, like now's the time to get in front of everybody. Uh, now's the time to make, make all that noise because people are paying attention. People are looking for, uh, content to consume. And I think, you know, being, uh, being a musician, being in a band, you know, the, when you first start your band, you're thinking it's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make a record, we're gonna get on tour. Like those are like the two things, right? Um, and it has to be about more than that. Um, it's you have to be internet savvy. You have to understand the platforms, uh, all these free platforms like in Instagram and TikTok and uh, Facebook and everything. And um, are you, you have to be that? able to. What's that? Are you on TikTok? I am on TikTok. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a, a dancer, <laughs> so I'm like trying to figure out how to use it. Still, yeah. <laughs> um, you See,
2: like, uh, uh, Kevin
0: Hart. He didn't even know how to use it. He's like,
2: "Where's this thing, man?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Um, see, now I should have jumped on it a long time ago. Um, I not even on yet? I don't think. No, we don't have. One. Yeah, you need to have a profile everywhere. I mean, TikTok might be going away. Like, from what I was seeing, like they were talking about banning it or some shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, we but uh,
1: that wave, yeah.
0: You have to be like, when you think about it, we're content creators. That's what we are. Our content is music, songs, records, whatever. Mm -hmm. So you have to be a content creator that makes music. And part of it now is not just, it's not just about the music anymore. It's about more than that. It's about becoming a brand, you know, as much as I hate to say it on one of these, one or more of these platforms and owning it and getting people into you as a person or you you guys as a band mm-hmm. uh personality wise mm-hmm. and um day-to-day mundane bullshit that you think no one wants to see like making a cup of coffee but trust me people want to see it um and just talking about your day you know and things like that and then you're like oh yeah we're working on this new record and then you show them you guys making the record like that that's what people want to see that's just how things are we we've, we've moved into this uh, all access sort of era with uh, live streaming and um, DMs and, you know, DMs used to be a thing like was it felt still kind of private. Right. But DM is just, is now is just the way to go. It's the way to connect with your, with your audience. And so, you know, I have, if I, if I have like, let's just say four profiles on different platforms, that means I have eight. Cause I, I got to run the value who wants to, you know? Yeah. Um, so, i'm dming with everybody and and not everybody is on one platform some people are on different platforms and they are on the other so you yeah. got to like feed the baby birds i got it everywhere totally
2: yeah um, i was seeing that i was noticing that like when we when we post like a new uh you know clip from the new music video or something i'll do it on like snapchat you know and we have like thousands of followers on snapchat that will like and i forget about that and like i'll put it on instagram and Facebook and youtube but then i'll forget about snapchat and then i was like i put it on snapchat and there was like a couple hundred viewers that saw that and i was like dude those are different people you know that's like a whole like just every time you do that you have a few hundred people that are not on the other platform like you're saying like that's it's crazy it's, but it's free marketing and it's pretty cool like people want to see the content
1: know. people want to see the day and the life of a musician because we're living the um you know we're living living the dream you know being the uh a musician and stuff people yeah. want to see the
2: everyday um stuff that we do yeah i was saying like i was messing the guys i was like hey everyone log into the instagram and start just doing videos of yourself like i do like i'll just do like a video be driving to the show real fast and be like you know smoking or something and i'm like just everyone do that and that will be way more interesting than just one person you know you can see what the drummer's doing or the guitarist you know and like Everyone's what they're doing during the day, you know, just a cool, cu- mm. quick little thing. So I don't have to be like, you know, just always me. So to we be. all post on the yeah, story. Yeah. People will be like, oh, cool. Anyway. Mm-hmm. We all check in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's super awesome. Like, do, do you guys remember uh, like the home videos of some of your favorite bands? Like, I used to watch um, 311 home videos and then oh, yeah. like the used had a home video. Um, yeah. And whoever, like Incubus, like whoever's putting out home videos, Sublime, you know, like just all that footage of them in the studio or in, and like yeah. bullshitting and like pranking each other or like that that was always fun i used to love watching those that's what we're doing now that's that's what it is it's just it's now it's live it's in our face um and uh that was always it's always fun to 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 peel back you know because the the fans always see the final product they always see here's the show here's all the work we did that you know our they don't, they they don't see the work that you did, you know? And so it, you need to show them all that, that process. Um, and, uh, so I I try to do it all the time, like as much as possible, just get on, I'll be writing songs. The other thing too, is like, uh, when it comes to like new songs and stuff like, um, the secrecy, like the, uh, keeping it so close to the chest, you know, like, of course you want to have some surprises and stuff for, for people. And maybe you don't want them to hear everything before it comes out, but, I think we need to let go of that a little bit. I think we need to just, you know, if you're working on a song, go live on Instagram and talk yeah. about it and work it out, you know? Oh, yeah. And like, yo, what do you think the song should be called? Or what what do you do you guys like this part? You know, just it's free R&D, you know? It's like ultimately, look, you're going to do what you want to do because you're the artist, but it's fun to get people involved and then and then people feel connected, you know? And and when the record comes out, they're all streaming, "Oh shit, I was there. I saw that while it was happening." Oh, yeah
2: exactly yeah i kind of noticed that with like this uh this johnny rotten song that i've been writing over the quarantine stuff i'll be like i don't know i just started writing it and then we started playing it a little bit at shows like at some acoustic shows we're doing and then i, I went live and then people just started like really picking up on it like people asking me for to play that song and stuff like that and we have like three albums out and, you know it's like and he's want, they want this song that I don't even have finished. And I'm like, oh man, all right, like well, I went live I and I, I messed up like, like three times. I'm like, well that's what happens, dude. I just not done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff that's you know, half made. Yeah, we we always we used to do that so much. Like we would like get super stoked about a new song we're writing and then like we'd have like five new songs work it out on stage. Yeah, play it on stage it's and, been, and we're, like are really like, hey what up? happened to that song? we're like, you actually you are still wait, working wait, on that one. <laughs> yeah, <what is> this? <laughs> those, those are the early days
1: and the long sets that we used to have to do. Yeah, yeah dude.
0: dude. <laughs> we had uh, back in the day. We used to play this place called the Rendezvous in uh, in Perryville. It's like ten minutes from my house. And uh, every Thursday night, we just it was Thursday Thursday, and that would be our night to just get in there and just rip. We'd pack the place out like six hundred people, nice. um, and just rage and like play three sets. It was like total bar band shit yeah and uh like most of the times we didn't remember the third set we didn't remember playing a third set um because it was like jägermeister and soko and lime and jager bombs yeah, and uh terrible I to think about
2: those long sets like when you go take breaks if you're actually like cool and you go hang out with people then you end up getting pretty take messed up. <laughs> yeah, you oh, end up yeah like, everything yeah like, t- you're, like, <laughs> well, you're like dude i like hold around a couple. Uh, soda water sometimes just so like that's my like go to like oh no I'm good I got a drink, you know.
1: Everybody wants to party with the band. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you do it for them almost <laughs> <Yeah>. pretty much, <laughs> you know, it's like keep
2: touched stuff that yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> like
0: the drinks are part of the pay, you know? Dude, it was like that was it. Like we we always felt like like we're not fucking machines. Like Jesus Christ. Like uh one night one night we were playing this happened a few times actually. We were playing in a uh, uh in Ohio. Um and uh finley ohio (laughs) and it was we sometimes we come up come up on like a sunday night and you can't sell liquor on sundays there so so we you know our third set would happen uh at like right at midnight so technically it was monday so we'd get up there and right at midnight there'd be a line of all these different shots on the front (laughs) of the stage we're like what the fuck like we can't do this. this is really, who wants this? Who wants it? you know, sort of passing them out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, but yeah, everybody wants to buy the band a shot. And, um, and we used to, I used to go out there all the time. Like I, I you know, we would, uh, you know, especially like on the, uh, on the sets where we're like opening for bands. Um, I would go out and just hang out with people in the crowd at the bar or whatever. And, get fucking trashed and it was just like i eventually you know i just got sick of doing that and, I, and then it started like you're talking loud and it's like you're you're losing your voice and you're hung over and like oh, just the, the tour gets harder and harder and harder you yeah, know day by day
2: sure. <laughs> we, we've noticed that like we've definitely
1: grown out of that phase and like ha- ha- gone through that ourselves it's still hard though
2: that. you know it's still even when you're trying to be sober every night you're still like getting run down a little bit more every single night like by the end, you're just like, come home. Dude, I lost like freaking 15 pounds in the last tour. Just like not eating good. You know? <laughs> it's yeah. like
1: the long ones are hard. And yeah. The, <laughs> the three to four week ones are pretty tough. Yeah.
0: They was, are, man. Do you it's guys? A lot
2: when you're drinking, though. It's like,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I started the <laughs> I started taking that element out. Uh, last year, we did um, uh, Sober October. And um, it was great. I was waking up early, like on tour, you don't wake up early. It's just hard. And, um, I was waking up at like eight, nine in the morning, you know, <laughs> like that's, you know, <laughs> obviously I do that here when I'm home, but like out on tour, it's, it's opposite schedules, you know? Yeah, and, you know, uh, it's much harder long. to wake up when you're super hungover. And, um, when you take that out of the equation, you just feel a lot better. And, um, and I, was, I was already yeah. kind of tapering off by then, but yeah. So the
1: last couple tours, we've been hitting the planet fitness in the morning and going getting like a nice shower in and a um, nice little workout. And that's been um, keeping us like, uh you know, accountable. Just it's like
2: one of my favorite ha- things. Cause you have your, like your own spot, you know, like when you go like what we're doing right now, we don't have like a, like a bus to sleep in. So we're like, we always crash at people's houses at the end of the night to try not to do hotels. And so like when you're, have like five dudes using like two restrooms and everyone's taking showers. Like it's so much better when you can just like bail off to planet fitness, go take your shower and get all clean and come back and be like, yo, what up guys, you know, get all out of their hair and stuff. I feel like that's like
0: a lot better for the people. I feel normal after I work.
1: out. (laughs) Yeah. It bees the houses a lot less. Yeah, exactly. Then they want you to come back.
0: (laughs) That's a wonderful idea, man. Because uh, the guys in Fayuca were doing that uh, last year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I was like, damn, why didn't we think of that shit? Like, you know, cause we, we would always stay in people's houses, you know, somebody random and we were very, you know, it's obviously you see a lot of hospitality out, out on the road and, uh, we're very lucky. And, and, uh, that was so awesome when people would let us stay, but never thought to like, just, you know, uh, get up in the morning and, and hit the, you know, even if it was like at a truck stop, like sleep in the van and then get up and go hit a, uh, hit a plan of fitness or something and take showers and, uh get a workout like never thought I, I i never worked out back then anyway but um yeah that's that's I incredible mean, some
2: of us don't some of us just go in there and take the showers you know <laughs> yeah
0: yeah no good for you guys <laughs> great idea man yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah carver goes and does like as many reps as he can do on all the machines just
1: one time <laughs> let's do one round low
2: weight that's <laughs> it just just get everything it's once and then stretching.
1: i'm good <laughs> do a scary. lot of stretching mm-hmm. do a lot of stretching on the road and stuff that's oh, crazy. man, yeah. Before but, a set, you got to, like, set, like before we hit the stage, I got to stretch, like, every muscle in my body. That way, whenever we hit the stage, where it's game time, you know? We're moving around, and we're not stiff. We're, uh, like, active. Yeah. And, um, Have you seen us
0: play live before, Howie? Yeah, a, l- a long time ago. Um, we played a few shows together, and I definitely yeah, saw I you. Talking. I caught you guys at the Pepper show that we did. You guys played in- Inside. At oh Stubbs. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stubbs? Oh. No, it wasn't Stubbs.
2: No, it was uh, It was
0: Mohawk. Mohawk oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that place. A little, little tiny amphitheater kind of kind oh, of
2: vibe. No, it might have been a. Uh, Scoot, Scoot in, in.
0: yeah. yeah Scoot, Scoot in. In. Okay. Yeah,
2: there's a bunch. Yeah, but yeah, dude, we do these. We do these jumps on the certain parts where we start to rock out. It gets really heavy, and we all jump, synchronize jump. Yeah. Up. And like, I freaking wasn't stretching. <laughs> and like pulled my calf, like it was so weird. And I've never done that before. And it's like the, the bottom half of my calf. So the rest of the time, I'm like jumping on one foot and stuff. I'm like, dude, like I've, as we get older, it's like you need to start keep I, stretching. Harvard <sighs> pulls out the nunchucks. And
1: I, I nunchuck on stage and I do a lot of <laughs> headbanging. And um, after a couple of days, nights <laughs> of headbanging, man, the neck just gets headbang over. You can't, yeah, oh, headbang yeah. over. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> head bang over. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. No, it's, I've definitely had a, had the neck cramps and uh, uh stage injuries, you know. Um, those are always fun. But uh I rolled my ankle really bad a few years back in Savannah. Chipped my uh chipped the bone of my ankle and uh that's that's that on stage yeah first song so i had like 75 minutes to go <laughs> did you go down or do you keep did you stand up i kept going It shit hurt it was excruciating it hurts so bad dude oh, dude the chip bone man
1: there's
2: no there's no hiding from that
0: bro it was it was nasty <laughs> That's and like
2: April stuff man
0: yeah dude it was you know i'm lucky that it that it didn't break or anything like it just chipped a little bit but like uh, yeah i had a had like a mini death star on my ankle it was huge i took a picture of it it's on my instagram somewhere but yeah. Stage injuries suck. Like, you know, cause you're up there, you're trying to look cool and just like do the thing. Like, what's up, what's going on? And then like, you fucking smack your head on a speaker and your head starts bleeding. <laughs> <your head laughs> I know what you're about to say. Right? <laughs> <laughs> a have you ever,
2: skills. have you ever ate it on stage? Uh, I've. Or any in the, anyone in the band has have they ever ate it?
0: Um, I definitely, I don't know if, I don't know if anybody's fallen down. Uh, oh, man. I, I've definitely tripped up and like, like, almost, almost for sure. I, I can't I'm remember. I'm falling into
2: the drums and, like, how to catch them. And, like, was going back. Yeah. like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I remember I got scratched up because I was like, I'm not falling. I'm going to do anything in my power <laughs> to not fall.
0: That's why I love Catwalk.
2: playing wireless now, man. Like- James, James was catwalking across a couple stages in San Clemente. Or across uh, a tables. Table. Yeah, there's this guy, Matt Hazmat. And him and his girlfriend were, like, sitting at a table. I remember, it, dude, it was so awesome. I stepped off onto it. The table went out from under me. I had. Oh, a, was feeling good, dude. He just, was like, he's like, I'm walking on these towels. My whole right butt cheek was fucking black. Oh man, it was pretty. pretty I awful. I swear you broke your tailbone or something. It, it was, was like, it was
1: really really bad. Yeah,
2: it, looks, <laughs> it looks not good.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> that's good fodder for the for the uh, Instagram.
2: Yeah, yeah, we exactly, should have had that <laughs> exactly.
0: Post show, post show report. It was good, great, man. Evan. Thank you so much for the super chat, man. I appreciate that um if you're watching on youtube right now please uh uh like subscribe all that good stuff and if you're on facebook please uh share it and hit that like button please
2: well, we got a lot of comments going on over here.
0: yeah you guys got some comments what up sandra what up alex patrick oh, jules dizzle
2: ashley says it was scoot in that we saw value so the scoot,
0: scoot in yeah oh nice <laughs> um so um <clears throat> tell me about the band uh when, when did you guys exactly uh when did you guys get together when like to practice and stuff no no, no. when did you guys start the band
2: oh oh oh
0: <laughs> well, ten years ago.
2: About
1: we, we got a band house in about 2010 and all started living together and doing two-a-day practices um and then all throughout 2010 we were kind of just jamming and playing and then about 2011 we came up with a band name and just started playing shows and then uh about 2015 is when we started touring and releasing albums and stuff yeah so
2: i guess like five years of really hitting it hard of doing the full time yeah. you gotta put in the thing. word man you gotta like write songs yeah you can't like you know like that takes a a long time to get like a good set list going but it's been a it's been a long ride as i would say yeah a long strange made... ride you know? <laughs> travis joined that really we kind of found our sound then too yeah we had a different two guitarists yeah. we had uh josh crow and max holland these two guys that were our like first guitarist and then they both did other things in life and so we just like we we're like shit we actually had a show with the super villains three days right before our, like our last guitarist bailed and then we were like dude what are we gonna do and uh met this little dude and uh he's like 19 at the time yeah yeah and uh, like a prodigy guitarist like he was like known for like being like 12 year old g- kid and the guitar was like taller than him and stuff. So we we're like <laughs> blues shredder. Yeah. And so we we're like, Hey, my friend was like, Hey, hit up that guy. And I was like, all right. And I hit him up and he's already heard of our band actually. And he really liked us. And he was like, he's like, yeah, man, I'd love to. And he learned all of our set list in like two hours. Yeah. And then we had a practice and then a, uh, a show at Threadgills. It was a pretty nice venue in Austin, but it was like our practice show for the supervillain show. And, uh, he came and we shredded it and we had like the best crowd response we've had ever and everyone was like you know raging we're like okay well you're in we're in, at, we're yeah. in man yeah, we didn't even have
1: to try hard to get a new guitarist it just Not at it all. just aligned it's itself so perfectly
2: and i know it, you post a thing looking yeah. for a guitarist did you ever find anybody
0: yeah we got a few guys we're looking at right now um i uh i wasn't going to do it that way because like i just knew it would be a Shit show. There's
2: yeah, a lot yeah. of filters. <laughs> yeah, people that don't play guitar. I can play guitar. I'll, I'll, I'll play. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, there's <laughs> there's been uh my my thing is like I have I already like have like the person in my head, you know what I mean? Like as far as like what what we need and what we're looking yeah, yeah. for. Um and uh it's it's very specific just because you know we've been doing this so long. I mean, my band just turned twenty-five this 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 month. Um, we started at 95. So oh, like, yeah. we've been through. Cheers. Thanks. Yeah. We've been through everything. And um, I just didn't want to go through any bullshit. And I just made sure that list, it look, it was so nitpicky, but it's like, if you're not any one of these things, just don't, don't reply, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, we've gotten some, some shredders, man. Uh, some guys that, that are promising. And uh, so we're kind of, you know, we're taking, we're not in like a huge rush, obviously. Um, but I do want to get somebody in sometime soon just to kind of start vibing and maybe writing or you know whatever but uh it, it's, it's got to be the right yeah. fit um you know you can't be a piece of shit you gotta take a shower <laughs> you yeah. gotta you gotta <laughs> can't
2: be a you know got you actually tour with yeah
1: spend a lot of time with
0: yeah, yeah. you gotta spend time with them you know somebody's maybe into the same things They're just a nice nice person um you know like i said they like no matter where you go, you represent us. Uh, um, you get
2: Spider in the band. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Have you, have you uh, seen School of Rock? Oh yeah, dude. And they got the new guitar. So like, We're, we've got your replacement. And Spider. He has like this weird little vest on it. It's a short hybrid. vest. With, like, like, no shirt. <laughs> He's just
0: dancing. <laughs> that's one of the greatest movies ever, man.
2: I, mean, I love that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um so uh you guys you guys just just released uh head change um you guys yeah. you guys smoke weed i think yeah yeah yeah, a little bit. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't sure <laughs> um, <laughs> the lyrics <laughs> lead you mislead you. uh okay. that was the first single hell yeah um you got you got a be hard on there and um yeah stuff sounds great man you guys did a great job uh tracking it out i wasn't there for the, the tracking process um so it's it's strange for me you know to, to mix a band when i'm when i have when I'm not there um and usually there's a lot of editing that needs to be done and things like that but uh it came together really well and um I'm, I hope you guys are proud of it i it you know, yeah, very right. much yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, it's definitely my favorite album, like you know, and like this whole time we've had our music, and people like you know the other albums a lot, you know, and I'm like you know just not super satisfied with it but this last album is like the one that I'm like, hey, if you, you know, you want to check out our band, listen to this freaking album. I feel good about this one yeah, yeah. You know, that's like, feel super confident about that one. So
1: like, yeah. It, dude, the mixing on it is very good, man.
0: Oh, and, thanks, uh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I listen to it now because, you know, I started, I think I started mixing that like last year. And like, you get, like, Carver, you probably know what I'm talking about. Like, you just, you, you might look at something that you've been working on. You know uh six months or a year ago and you're just like damn why did i make that decision or why did i do it like that you know um probably the same way with like ronnie was like singing or you know anything like you might i can't listen to like our old records like i'm proud of them but man like why did i sing like that you know or why did i not fix that guitar thing whatever same
1: one lick yeah
2: i know yeah
0: same same thing with like producing or mixing it's like it's like man why did i make it the snare drum sound like that or, or whatever uh, yeah. But this is my first album that really, I don't have too much of that. Like I like, that's why I like handing it over I'll to listen-
2: you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude, we have, oh, yeah. we have a bunch of demos, dude. We have, we're working on like, Cause by the time lot, we I get done nothing. tracking, I like, 10 and I just sent to y'all and then, more I'm working on right now. Because
1: we we do all the mm-hmm. tracking and um editing and production and stuff ourselves over the years. And so by the time we actually it gets time for mix down, um we've all listened to the song like for hours upon end, maybe like hundred hours, you know. Yeah, um, so we it's sick of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we gotta give it to
2: somebody else to mix. You remember point. when uh when Brandon sent us this verse and like we put it on there, but just a little bit off? Yeah, then, we then, had like, it on a different time. Yeah. Yeah, so Travis wrote a solo to that. And then oh, Randall, like, oh man, he's like, put pull it back. And we're like, oh, I'm, I'm like so like yeah. I'm so partial to it already, you know? And he's like, believe me, and you're like, this is how it will sound better. And we're like we pulled back. Now I love it. Now it's perfect. Like I love where the guitar uh, kind of like they kind of crossfade, you know, a little bit and like it just sounded crazy at first. Yeah, at first <laughs> I was like, What? Okay, man. We Have to do it, he's not going to even like this song if we put it in the wrong spot. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I sent it to him, I was like, Hey, hey here you go, what you think, dude. He's like, Oh, no, this is wrong. This is wrong, bro. Fix, fix this shit. I'm like, What? It sounds good. He's like, No, that's not how I was intended. I'm like, All right, man. All right,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting back, just like a half yeah. measure, and I was even like playing it live, you know, the other way, so I had to like it we, actually kind of learn his part, to, which you know? is interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the scene.
0: blacked out in stumbling. <laughs> yeah. Red and stumbling. Yeah, hard to see is the biggest prima donna in music uh, damn. <laughs> let me tell you there's, there's no satisfying he's insatiable
2: well i mean uh, you gotta be you know kind of anal i guess if you want
0: yeah no you gotta be it's attention to detail that's what matters and i think uh so, some artists aren't don't get that in the, in the production and the tracking phase even in the mixing phase totally. you have to pay attention all these the little things the little nuances when i when i'm when i'm in there we're tracking drums and there, you know, I hear something that's like, you know, I always, I always have the bands record to click. Um, and if it sounds like noticeably off, like we'll fix it right then and there. I'm I'm paying attention because a lot of times you don't have people, uh, you need that extra person in there. To catch those things because the band is either not paying attention, you know, the drummer's drumming, so you can't like when I'm tracking my vocals, I don't notice some of the things when they, when they happen, and I'll listen later. Like, oh shit, I gotta fix that, you know. So you need cool. someone there in the moment to like help you, like oh fuck, let's let's fix that, you know. <laughs> Go back to bar eighty four or whatever. Um, yeah,
1: it's a balance of uh, of catching that and ha- making them fix it, and then also keeping like the the energy good and morale good, and like not being like oh you fucked up here, you know. But no,
0: uh, no, I, I'm okay. never like fuck yeah. you man just get a new drummer in here like no it's not like that <laughs> uh,
1: so you have to be careful though because uh if somebody's super stoked on it and they're like oh that was the best take ever and then you're like it was a really good take but you go into this one there's this one spot you know so I mean, a now trick. we
2: can do those little clip into parts you know we could fix a little bridge or something like Comp-ing's
1: that. Copping's gotten easier and easier over the years <laughs>
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah, when you when you play to a click it makes it much easier to edit the song like I mean you guys you guys had me fix one of your songs and I was like this wasn't played to a click what the fuck is this going to sound like and I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to <laughs> yeah. make it and it ended up it ended up being fine but like um certainly was, when you put, when you play to a click you're gonna, you're going to have a better chance of doing that making it seamless totally like sometimes we have there's some there's some songs that we do like
2: more of the straight reggae style where it's like kind of like you know it's like has this little formula already to it and that we see but then we do these rock songs that like they just get really kind of hard for her. i feel like Jessica has a hard time playing to a click on the more of a rock like vibe and he's like <clears throat> he really doesn't like to play to a click when we're getting those vibes and i'm like dude travis too yeah, yeah i think yeah, travis and Jess There's something like about that. the groove and um harvard and i are like no we, we wanted to, to
1: do a click. we want it to <laughs> the session you know um but uh for some of the rock songs you know um we we've just been going no click just to kind of get that groove it's a um, nightmare later though. Yeah, yeah. But there's no editing. So there's like, it's like if you, if y'all don't want to do it to the click, then where there's the comping is um, not really much of an option.
0: Yeah. Uh, you have to, you have to watch it and and look, there's, you know, there's not like a hard rule like you have to play to a click but it's if, if it's noticeable like if you're speeding up and slowing down if the meter's all over the place like mm-hmm. yeah. then it's like bro we got we got to do the to click man it's just impossible um but if, if you have a drummer that that can stay roughly in the in the tempo um then then you're good you know and if everybody plays plays the shit right then there's no need for comping you know mm-hmm. um again if you ask me later like hey i actually want to trim that whole part out then i'm like oh fuck because like you know you get (laughs) out like you could be playing one tempo and then go to the end of the song and you're playing a different tempo like five or six bpm off you know and then you go to cut it and this is not going to work you know um so you got to watch for those things but you know whenever whenever i get in the studio with you guys like we're we're gonna absolutely try the the click thing first and
2: yeah totally um, I feel way more comfortable with that too. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it's, and you know, like sometimes when your ears are playing tricks and you're like, is this perfect or is, this, is it push or pull? and pull? When it's too quick, you're just like, I know this is perfect. Like yeah. we even do like sometimes where we'll take the keyboard part and make sure that one's is perfect. And then, Use that as a click or something. Yeah, or, or just use different... the,
1: the scratch tracks as the click um, or like the demos that we have and then just mute the fake drums and then kind of punch in the drums and then just use the ses- session itself as the click. And yeah. then um, everything's still going to be like, you know, onto the grid.
0: Yeah. You, you know what I found to be really helpful, actually? Um, I've been working with an artist right now. Uh, Adam Almani. shout out, dude. Um, we, uh, we've we been building building the the songs here. Um with uh, just fake drummer, the plugin. And uh, what's cool about that is like, it's to the grid. So like you, when we build on top of it, you know, bass, guitar, vocals, whatever, that means all that stuff's going to be to the click, you know, and, and uh, as long as, you know, he's playing on top of it. Um, and then I just mute the drums out and then like, I'll have a drummer play underneath it all. Um, yeah. And, and then, and then the opposite, uh, you know, we'll do a like with Uglies uh, recently and this, this worked out really well as we would just build this, build the skeleton, you know, have the scratch track with the full band playing and TJ just sort of kind of noodles around plays, whatever keeps the beat. Um, and then when that, when we're done we're with the track, you know, we'll either do a few in a row like that. Um, but at least when, when the first one's done, like I'll, I'll tell everybody to fuck off, you know, go eat lunch or whatever. And and then me and TJ will just start banging it out, you know, on the drums. And, uh, and then when, when I'll tell him to take a break, and I'll, I'll edit the drums, get them where they need to be, and then it's time to start building on top. So uh, then at that point, we're just using the click as a reference, you know, for a guitar player or keyboard or a singer, as to like when you know if there's a drop out, you need to keep the time for when the, for when it comes back or for the intro of the song, things like that. Yeah. Otherwise, that tell is just to play to the to the kick and snare. Don't don't really you know don't mind the click so much. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, that's a good idea. There's been. There's so many ways to do it, you know. We've it's like tried a bunch. <laughs> but like those those are pretty much the two ways that you're saying is like yeah. the best ways we found to like actually get something solid. Make the demo track
1: first and then kind of use that as the um holding piece that's yeah. kind of
0: a new way we could do. yeah unless uh, unless you're planning on you know recording the album live like everybody's playing it once and th- you know like rx bandits did that on a record and uh, I know 311 did that a couple times where they just pl- they all played together and recorded the tracks live like all their parts unless you're planning on doing that there's no reason to have the band there for you know an, uh, an hour while the drummer figures it out I'd rather just get in there get a reference track one time send everybody away and then have my drummer, you know, just we'll work on it together. And then yeah. you know, and those
2: yeah. drums are like, like huge on a song. Like you can just over drum or just like yeah, you know, truthfully, like I've I've just been listening to so much music. I've been listening to so much music more now so than ever than being doing this uh like quarantine stuff, you know, just staying around and just like really analyzing stuff. And I'm like, dude, the drums <clears> are just like what's really making things Pop and, and taking them away and putting them back and you know nowadays I work, we want to get more into even some electronic drums and you yeah know, some stuff you know where we're programming, programming them mm-hmm. yeah
0: and, totally man yeah it's fun it's fun to layer it up and um, even if you do a couple songs where it's where it's just programmed drums like why not you know um, uh, a drummer man is really is going to make or break the record um, you know a good good drummer a good singer. Um, everything else obviously is important, but you know, if you got a drummer that can't play or it plays really light or, you know, it doesn't fit the style or something, you know, it's, it's already a loss in in my opinion. Um, and, uh, and just, just plays hard. He, he snaps that snare drum and it's, it's great, man. The, the only, uh, the only issue I, I took, uh, was with, uh, you know, common token. I, I, I didn't think that the beat fit, you know, with, with the groove, yeah. Um, but other than that, everything else w- was great that you guys sent me, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. dude, I, I loved what you, I
0: don't, I don't even know like how did you, how cool. do you do
2: that? You know, like, so you took his MIDI, we we got a electronic drum kit and then we got his MIDI's and we sent them to you and they were like, we're like, oh man, I hope this, uh, you know, mm, hope we could do something with this. Yeah. it was the first time we, we had him new. track with the electronic drum. It kit. was so hard for him to get the hi-hat. Cause it's just like first. the response. Yeah. The response wasn't going right. You know? Was,
0: yeah. You, you know. gotta have a, you gotta have one of those really expensive V kits, um, to yeah. really get all the articulations and, and the nuances. Um, the hi-hat is so important, uh, you know, for that, that detailed stuff or whatever, doing the 16th uh, and 32nd notes and stuff like, um, and whether it's open or closed, like just all those things, they got to be, the samples got to sound good. And like a lot of times, like the, the ones that come standard with like with the kit, they're good for jamming and stuff, but they're not good enough to put on a record. Um, yeah. Like, I was- you know, and, and, and I saw, so I use a superior drummer uh, by tune track, uh superior drummer three. And, um, their samples are, are amazing. And the articulations, they have so many different, like you can like set the hi hat, like to be, you know, for, for like a V kit, um, just like, like how far, like when you open it, like how far, like the sound goes until it changes to the next sample to get to it's, it's wild. And then when you have a close, like where, wherever you're at on the symbol, you know, depending on if you're on the, around the edge or around the middle, just really wild. And, uh, sounds amazing. And then I've been using the, like the, uh, I think, I think I use the, the John Feldman pop punk drums, uh, one of, one of those kits, on that song um nice. and are you yeah just that in there what's that
2: are you just drawing those like those little mini notes in there
0: yeah so like um i think i just beat it out on the keyboard here um yeah. and then for like his fills because he he wanted me to to like match his fills mm-hmm. so that took like a couple of hours so just like like i was like soloing things down just going okay uh snare fucking tom floor tom okay and then just like trying to mimic everything and i Got as close as I could, um, but yeah. So you, you literally go in there and just like go and just try to make the same fill, uh, and some of that shit was crazy. And I'm like trying to trying to discern like what's what because like if you throw a random snare in there, I got to make sure to hit that. Like it's wild. Um, so, so, but what's great about all this is that I get to learn so much more. You know, every time I work with a band, every time every time I work on a song, I just learn. You know, and I think you need to be open and willing. To, to yeah, you've it, never been
2: the most the easiest person to work with. Like we're, yeah, like when we like have notes and shit, it's like it's a pleasant experience working with you, man. Yeah, totally. And it was just nice to be able to like work shit out, you know, and talk talk about it. You like you don't know there's not even precise words. You're like, oh, it's a little, you know, like you know, like how do you even get that across to someone, you know? And it was it was really i feel like we got everything you you speak producer yeah 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) good man good that's all i want it to be i don't don't want to be hard to work with and um you know just i think communication is important it's like probably the most important uh especially when we're doing it this way just over the cloud you know um fuck google drive dropbox is king any bands that want to work with me get it get it get a a month of Dropbox, ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah. will work that way. Much better, totally. So much better, dude. I hate getting like random files in an email, <laughs> <something>. <laughs> and I'm supposed to find them two months later, and just like, like bro, just you know. And then like, I'll get like a, a drive. People want me to listen to a reference track or something. I and it makes me. It opens up like three tabs, and it wants me to download some software to play the song. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Just let let me play the, out the out. song, dude. It's all right there. Dropbox, live it and die
2: is the easiest for
0: sure. <laughs> yeah um,
2: so we have we have like uh a whole bunch of demos and we're trying to think about like the best way i think what we want to do like james has been listening to a lot of your podcasts and uh i don't know we i, I think we just came across the idea we're just going to do singles you know yeah and just try to do them as consistent as we can and just and because you know truthfully like Every song is your like baby, you know, you fucking you love every single one of these songs. So they they really do deserve like the full music video, like the whole um promotion and everything. Every song, you know, has it needs that chance, I feel like. And then we're at to that we're to that stage where we're like, you can give every song a chance. No have like a really badass song hidden in a freaking album, you know. We're not trying to like write a whole bunch of filler stuff with yeah. for like two good songs. Well, you, you know? just
0: mentioned doing like a, a single a month would be a good goal. And mm-hmm. I,
1: I really like that idea because we've got the material and it just keeps things fresh. Yep. And we get to focus on each one individually. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like if we could record and mix and get four songs done, then that'll buy us four months to work on another four and then just keep releasing one a month. And then if we just work on like, batches of like four songs at a time that'll um buy us another four months to work on another four songs and then another four months and then just kind of keep that inflow.
0: you got it man that's that's uh, absolutely the formula i was
2: i come in this like problem of thinking like how do we get you out here like so we send you a whole bunch of songs you say i like these ones i feel like and we're down to like completely rearrange them and what and you know whatever to to make them the most uh, full potential, the full potential. Yeah. The song. So we can get some really good production out of it and just make it cool as fuck. You know, I don't want to just put out, I, I feel like even some of our old songs, you know, I don't, I don't want to really like do stuff like that, but there is some old songs I want. I feel like that can uh, be reproduced to have like super good choruses and message and everything like that. And it's like, but my thing is, I'm thinking like, so we, have all these demos? We send them to you. You know, we we figured out which we what's which, which ones we want to do, and then just fly you out here. You know, and we'll just freaking. Uh...
0: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I think I think the way to do it is is like what you said, and so like have like a you know set up a, a Dropbox folder and share it with me, and um and then I'll whatever you put in there, I'll see it, and just let me know. Hey, I just added this or whatever, and I'll take a listen, and then if I feel like all right, we need to, you know. Get, scrap the pre-chorus or the intro's too long or you know figures yeah. come out with this outro or this this needs an outro or this needs a better a bigger chorus or something like that uh, you know i'll I'll do all that like just we you like pull it into the pro tools and like chop it up and and maybe even send like a like a vocal reference to of a melody i'm thinking or something like stuff like that yeah um, we would
1: love that and that'd be the kind of stuff that'd be cool because yeah. you- You've worked with uh, people like that in the past. Like you mentioned John Feldman, like that. He's like a personal hero of mine, you know, um, what, what was it like working with him? Um, were you able to go back and forth with him on that kind of thing?
0: Yeah. Um, for, for us, it was like, I don't, I don't know if he heard the song before we got there and he's a busy dude. And I know we sent him the track, but, um, I think he, I think he heard it for the first time, like in his control room, like he's, he, got my he got his acoustic out he gave me an acoustic he said all right let's just let's just play the song like let's go through it okay so there i am like full voice like belting out the song fucking it all up and um he's like all right all right and uh we just started uh i think we did a a scratch track like guitar and vocal um and then like immediately got in there and did drums um started doing drums and and uh i was kind of sitting in the back in the back watching him and Donald's in the, in the live room playing. And he's like, all right, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. He's like, all right, try to do like a one drop with a side stick here. Like, let's do that. And he's like, sounds like, okay, he does that. And then we're going back and forth. He's like, what do you guys think? And I'm like, and I'm like, it's funny. Cause like, I'm like, this guy's like, you know, a millionaire producer, you know, big, big time. I should just let him work, let him do his thing. What am I going to bring to this? You know, what am I going to say? You know, uh, and I found out later in, in like a podcast I was l- listening to with him, he's like, ah, oh, you know, I really hate when that when the artist like doesn't get involved, like I, I want the, it kind of takes the wind out of my sail. And I was and like I was thinking like, fuck, I should have like really like got in there maybe. But at the time, I'm like, I don't want to say anything. There's that scene in Austin Powers at the beginning, the intro. I think it's two or three. Where it's like Steven Spielberg, and he's like, You know, I have some thoughts about the scene, and Steven Spielberg, Spielberg is like holding the, the Oscar. He's like, Yeah, my friend here thinks it's fine the way it is. You know, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, I'm not going to say shit, you know? Um, <laughs> but he works very fast. Um, he, he has a direct idea. Um, and if he doesn't, he will ask for, for, in, for input. Um, but then immediately, drums are done. He had his uh, his other guy um Zach, in the other room. I guess Zach would come and get the drum tracks from the session, take him over there, edit the drums like while we're on like a quick break, you know fifteen minutes later we come back, drums are edited already, ready to go, and I'm in there doing vocals and he's uh i kind of adopted this from him like we're like when we're tracking vocals he he was uh i wouldn't know that i that I fucked up, so like i I would like. I'd sing it and then I'd go, ah, you know, and I'd be like, oh man, I messed up when he started and the tracks immediately playing again. Like, okay, keep like, let's go again. like kind of thing. <clears throat> He's just very fast. Like he knew it. I knew it. And so I learned from him, just, just go, go, go. Um, I mean, this guy's got records to make. And, um, so we made the, we made the song in about a day and a half and it wasn't like a brand new song. And, um, he, uh, he did go outside for about a half hour with his laptop and an, an acoustic and he wrote a new bridge to it. And I really liked it. Um, and he told me to write some lyrics to it. And, uh, I feel like maybe he thought that we weren't getting involved enough. And, you know, cause I just wasn't sure. So he's like, write lyrics for this. I like, come on, like write some lyrics, you know? So I'm like, all right. So I'm like writing lyrics on his laptop. And, um, then he like sends me out for coffee. He gives me like his, uh, his fucking Starbucks gold card. And I have to go get coffee and, uh, come back and we're working on something else. Like guitars Or uh, uh, he, we had like a ukulele, like our bass player played a ukulele. And he, like we got, like a minute, maybe thirty seconds into the to tracking on the ukulele, He goes, he stops, he goes, Fuck it, never mind. Yeah, he was just like, No, never mind. Like we just put everything. He's like, just so I learned that from him, you know, like just take every idea and throw it at the wall and see what sticks. And even if like totally. even if it sounds good at the time, you're like, cool, doesn't mean you have to use it later in the in the final. Yeah, you, you know drink, just yeah, totally. I'd rather have it than not have it. You
2: know? <laughs> yeah, like uh I'm like on, on the loose that song like we had all these guitar parts i I did like all the rhythms and you
0: guys have a lot of guitars Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but I, yeah i did like i did a lot of rhythms and a lot of little wall background noises and then when paul uh came and did the organ and the keys and the clive and stuff i re-listened to it i don't even hear any of my guitars and i'm like he took all the spots it's like that's what we originally it was like all guitars and then just like now it's gone now it's all keyboards and stuff and i i love it like i love listening to it yeah it's so much more fun listening to that song now having uh you know paul on keys and some is kyle from 77 jefferson on bass and stuff and then hearing that like i really get down to that song i'm like i feel like i'm listening to a different band just with like like loving this shit
0: (laughs) yeah it's great man like when it's not a rock song you know traditionally rock songs have big guitars and uh which nowadays they don't but um uh we can talk about that in a second but like yeah when it's like a reggae song man uh you know it's not completely necessary like you can have that the skanks in there but when you got a a, a rad like a uh, keyboard player and then it's just filling the parts and you're adding the claves and and, the, and the, the bubbles and the organ and shit like might not even need it um i know ugly's had a track where he's just like i don't even want guitars in this just he, he did them, you know and we did them, we tracked him but he's like ultimately let's let's not use them. totally um it's just whatever the song calls for man you know
2: it's yeah. crazy dude because it's like, it like starts off like you write a song and it's just you and the guitar and then at the end when you're done you're like i'm not even playing this in this song you know like i it's it's a it's a cool thing and i feel like keys make production sound a lot better too. They just like rounder and like warmer sounds. They're just like, you can play any instrument on the keys. Yeah.
0: You get that. Like there's this sound I've always loved is the sound of the bubble organ with the piano stabs. They're really, uh, really sharp and bright with blended with a, a guitar, like a clean guitar. um, And when they're, when they're playing right on with each other uh-huh. and it's mixed the right way, like you get this, just ridiculous sound and I, I was looking for that for years and i finally like kind of figured it out the last year or so like how to make it sound the way i want and just to get that bubble right and like the tonally you know um and then you come like it just sounds really authentic you know like this a really authentic uh, reggae sound so i finally figured that out so i was happy and um yeah, that that's I've always loved that sound. I, you guys, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I can't really explain it.
2: Uh, yeah, Carver and I do that like all the time. Like where he, we play exactly the same rhythm, and you'll hit the p- piano as I hit the guitar, and yeah. that noise that together is like a sound that you can't really. Yeah. It's hard. To feel like. The
1: the low bubs on the, um, and then the with the uh, piano doing the. Uh, the upstrokes you know with um, the yeah. guitar, layer of the piano and the upstrokes and then with the organ kind of doing the groove in between that's that's definitely me and ronnie's rhythm jam
0: right there that's awesome yeah like i i think what i'll end up like chopping out the mids in the in the piano and just and cranking the highs on it and the lows kind of make a smiley face and then and then have the guitars fill out the middle um I think that's kind of how I've been doing it lately and, uh, just, just so fun, man. And I'll like, I'll like crank the kind of low end a little bit, even, even some high on like the low, um, the organ stuff to kind of really get that, that hard edge on the, bo- bo- bo, you know, on the, on the bo- bo- bo, you know, on uh-huh. the thing. yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but it's been fun, man. And, and, and like, I don't know if you guys are into like slate digital, but I use all his plugins and he's got this whole thing, uh, the slate Academy where you can watch like, videos all about eq compression like very informative and and fun it's been uh it's been tough to like learn about eq and compression man
1: yeah absolutely yeah i subscribe to the slate um plugins and i like those i like the cush ones a lot too fish plugins but
2: um i don't use any yeah. of those yeah we're trying to get more onto right now like where we're writing the the parts like not just giving you, you know, MIDI stuff for your plugins, you know, like trying to actually finish having everything done like at once with the demos. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I want to get like an, like the bass like mm-hmm. this uh like the sub kind of bass noises and like Right.
1: Do all of that kind of stuff and come to you more for arrangement? and for uh kind of uh making it into a song you know because you've got to work with all of the um all the great producers in the um in this kind of music scene you've worked with paul leary and lots of people and so they've kind of like you've gotten experience from the masters and now you're like um you know next generation passing that on to uh you know another group of like because we're like a band but we're all like a bunch of producers too like
2: we all play.
1: Roles. One know. day we'll hopefully
2: be able to produce bands. You
1: know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's, yeah, man. But we all come that, at it producer mindset. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I think we're all uh, producers to some extent. Um, you know, whether you kind of chase that road and go down that road, because we all know what we want for the most part. You know, when we're writing a song and we're in the studio, we we have that sound in our head. Like you were saying earlier, you're not sure how to explain like the sound you're trying to get. Um, and you uh, you uh so you know what you want, you know, you know what to sound like. And when it's not right, you're like, I don't like that. You know, that's the producer in you, you know, um, whether you choose to make a career out of that, that's one thing. But, um, for me it was, it had always kind of been a a dream to have the band, but also make records for other bands. And, um, you know, and so back in 2013, I just started getting really uh, more serious about it and I quit my job and like started, buying plugins and learning how to record. And, you know, I started with logic like 10 years ago. Um, but it wasn't until about 2013 when I, when I really started getting into it and, uh, learning how to do the stuff. And it's taken me this long to like really wrap my brain around EQ and compression and, uh, you know, how to not make it sound terrible because it's very easy to do that.
2: (laughs) That's huge. I mean, that's the thing is like why people pay for you and pay for people like you, because it's like, you can go in there and you can make songs happen and you can make demos and then you're like, listen, your demo. doing, you're like, man, this is a really good, you know, structure and everything. Everything's really good, but why doesn't it just pop? You know, like why doesn't it sound anything like a song on the radio or something like that? You know? And it's like, totally all those. I, I mean, I didn't even know about like how you, you know, dipping EQs of different instruments to make other ones kind of shine, you know, yeah, like yeah. all that shit is like huge.
0: Like there's so
2: much more drums, or even something I don't, I
0: don't even, I don't get, yeah, I just started feeling great about my drums, man. I'm just like, damn, like we, we, we did a message to the world a couple of months ago and I was like, fuck these drums sound awesome. Now. Like what, what happened? Like, what did I do? That's <laughs> different. Um, was and, with, uh, uh, live drums or, yeah, I mean, they're, uh, it's great. We have this whole setup. So I've got this here. I make pretty much everything here. Um, but then we'll do drums at my brother's house. He's the drummer. So like, he's got, he's got the same interfaces that I have. Um, and he'll just use logic and I'll go over his place and just track them out on logic. Very simple. Throw it in Dropbox, come home. There it is. Pull it down and just pull it into Pro Tools and start editing. He just sends you the waves. Yeah. Yeah. I just send the waves out and, um, and then just do my editing. And then once the editing's done, like I'll send, I'll send the track to, to Nick and Scott, I'll let them know. Like it's all, it all happens over Dropbox. They have the link. So when it gets updated, they see it. And then they just next couple days later, I'll have files from them, you know? And if I have any issues, I just say, Hey guys, can you redo this? Or like, you know, if it's as simple as like, you know, stabs being off, I'll just move them, you know, where they need to be. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, it's, it's been a great process. And like, so, you know, essentially did that record for, you know, at no cost. Um, and, did it completely independently and uh that's been amazing so it, it's it's good to. it's always been a dream i want to always want to make records even for ourselves and, and here we are so but so, i'm yeah. glad to it with you guys so
2: Point or like in my mind where i'm thinking the most realistic truthfully though like with not playing any shows really and it's just like hard to get money is like to make things happen with our songs Is like it almost seems like we should just Try to just be as hands-on with you in the project of each song. Be like, all right, x amount of money for this song, and let's fucking let's send you the demo. You tell us what we should change. We'll scratch the demo and start over. You know, if we needed to. But I always think that that air Dropbox thing method might be the best for us. Didn't mm-hmm. it? Like, it almost seems like we should just get a whole like, you know, we'll, we'll do all the demo things, release, release singles, and then if we have like. Twelve, thirteen songs that we all like. We're like, okay, then we'll go into the studio like how Bumpin' and Uglies did. Like, did, yeah. Because I'm, I'm sure they've been. They have like a good handful of songs that they all knew was gonna fill up the next album.
0: They got like two albums worth of songs right now. Like it's fucked up. Like they we went and did like uh, I think we did eighteen, eighteen drum tracks, um, and bass tracks. We finished all the drums and bass in and one, one, like just like three days
2: do they practice those songs beforehand?
0: Yes. So like, so that'll be the thing. Like we'll go through. And like I said earlier, like I'll, I'll chop them up and if, if need be, they may, they may not need it. It might be fine. Um, but then if I do that, I'll throw it back up, say, Hey guys, check out this arrangement. Let me know if you like it. And if you dig it, then just relearn the song, track it out again. So you guys know it. And the idea is to get you guys to know the stuff, uh, front to back. And then if we have to, if we have to go to a studio or, or whatever, um, you know, you're not wasting money, that's why I was saying like you know if you guys have a space, you know, just get some mics and we'll do it there but um you know, get the drums done, and then we can just do everything else you know from like from right there you know yeah. um and uh if we if it you know if it's somewhere I can't make it out, then you know we'll do we'll we'll figure that out you know but uh, i i do I do like being there for the for the drums for sure you know yeah um if if possible but uh again we'll we'll figure it out later but so, so like, yeah, the, the process is pretty yeah. simple.
2: Like I like that that thought of sending demos and rearranging the demo a little better. Then we practice them together as a band, learn how to play that demo, and either decide if we want to like track re-record from, it, yeah. re-record it as a band, and do it that way. Where we like do some easier. I love that. I love the thought. I've never thought of that before though. Like we're always full band scratch tracks real drums when we're recording but it's like it's good to get just the foundation of the song with scratch drums too with him just playing simple steady beat and so we can get the keys or the bass or something or drum loop or whatever yeah or or like i'm just thinking like the foundation of the song like one extra step yeah like Mm -hmm. so it's just easier for us to play like even if it's just the rhythm guitar that was on and then we delete everything else and then he goes back and uh puts like a solid bass line or whatever and then he goes and nails the drums like you're saying you and tj sat in there and did that and then you wrote some cool shit that would be that's that would be a huge game changer i feel like in our music like Mm -hmm. have howie and jess sit down and like yeah the drums and like i don't like this and like there's certain parts that just like it's those are drums and it works you know and it's working but i feel like a real thought out like we need to take away drums here and put them here and you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's gonna be huge that's
1: a lot of times we'll do that but we'll just over track and then kind of uh, use yeah yeah comp yeah. and then you know just kind of sample from the drums that we tracked and um, make those choices later on
2: but I like that I because that's the way I do guitar that's how we do any of our parts mm-hmm. Is we go we like we go until we like it and then if we don't like it we keep getting that part and then once we get that then we'll move on you know mm-hmm. it's like it'd be cool to do that with drums too <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, that's the thing. Like, we'll we'll uh, we'll figure out the arrangements and stuff, get them done. You guys will learn the songs that way. Maybe track them out again yourselves. Send me an update, and I'll go. Okay, cool. That's that's the way. And then when it comes time to, to do the drums, you know, we can lay it out full band, just just with everything. And then you guys can take a walk, and uh, me and Jess will just kind of get at it, you know, and get it right that would be super cool man it'd be just such an easy way to do it you know and not every you know you don't have everybody in the studio all day long like hating life and like because it can get it can get kind of crazy you know just like tired of it come back (laughs) go go take a break have lunch whatever you know get get a few songs done and then everybody takes a break for like six hours you know what i mean Mm -hmm. go home chill whatever um it's just a nice nice way to do it um you know, we, we did it at the, at the passive farm, Ted's place. And, uh, it was great cause we're all there, you know, everybody's staying the night. We have, a, we all have rooms and stuff. And, um, it's cool cause you can like take a break for a few hours and you're not on the clock really. And you just sort of, you know, that's how it was at Sonic ranch. Same thing. It was like, we had a, we were there for 15 days with Paul Leary. And, um, you know, when those, when I had those freak out moments, cause I, I went in with half the record and then we had to kind of write the rest. Um, you know not knowing what to do next i could freak out for four hours and and just leave and it wasn't a big deal like there's always something to do and <laughs> yeah. there's pl- really plenty of time you know um instead of like burning the clock and thinking about money yeah yeah
2: for sure like oh man we gotta get this part down shit well this is like our fifth try on this same part it was yeah.
1: like yeah, yeah. Just scratch it and just go to the next thing
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's been it's been great man like um when i get in and i, I work with producers like uh, we're with John Fellman, Paul Leary, um, Matt Wallace, he did the first Maroon Five record, which is sick—the uh, one with uh, "Harder to Breathe" and "This Love" and all that. Like, just yeah, great yeah. record. Um, and uh, worked with him, and he was super cool. And I, I just watch everybody, you know. And I wish, I wish I had the knowledge I have now, like as far as like how Pro Tools right. works and shit. Like, man, I'd be, I'd be a fucking beast, you know. Like, I just didn't. I was trying to follow along, just. But it was more about technique and how to approach recording and arrangement and, and you, you know, you think about being in the studio and recording and things. And, I, and for me, I used to kind of put it like up here, like, Oh, it's such a hard thing to do and to learn. Um, <clears throat> I eventually like wrap my mind around it. Like, it's not that hard. You just get in and you track the part as best you can. And then you move on, you know um, you don't have to overthink it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. you just, And it's, it's kind of cool because, like, this during this time, you know, where we're not playing shows, it's like we become uh, like a transfer over from a live band to a, a studio artist. You know, like where we can actually all be studio artists. Where we're like, it's a different thing. You know, you we ha- you don't spend ten years learning how to be a studio artist. Like you'd spend ten years learning how to play live for your friends and shit, and yeah. you get that down, and you're like, all right, I'm badass. And then you go to the studio and you're like, oh, I suck. You know, it's <laughs> like yeah it's finally getting over that point it's like Mm -hmm. it was for me i've got over it
1: but it's finally finally taking a break from touring which is nice we've been just going hitting the grind for years and so uh
2: it's nice to have some time off yeah it's (laughs) nice because you get that you get that gratification from playing shows that you feel like you're doing something Mm -hmm. and you're making money and you're playing shows and people are happy and everything's cool that's not helping you out for the long run too much. I mean, it is, it it is with like when you're promoting your stuff, but building the fan base, if you need better stuff, you need to go back to the studio and then go back out.
1: You still have to have the good product to, um, to demonstrate when you go on tour.
0: Yeah. That's your, that's your job. Now your job, you know, we can't play shows. So your job now is to get in the studio and crank out content. Exactly. Music is content, you know, and people want to hear, want to hear the new stuff. Fans want to hear it. And then, think about when you go out, when you go out on tour, you know, you're going to have all these new tracks and people are going to know them. That's, that's the cool thing. You know, how many times have you put out a new record or a single the day you go on tour and no one knows the new songs, you can't play them. That's a bummer. You know, like you want to play the new shit, you're excited, but nobody knows the songs and they want to, you know, in order to have a good show, they want to have, they want to be able to sing along and have a good time. Yeah. If you play like five new tracks in like a 45 minute set, it's like, you know that's half the set and they're just kind of standing there like all right this is cool but like you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's more of a showcase like kind of for new stuff than it is uh for your fans at that point exactly
0: yeah well now you're gonna be able to crank out all this new shit and maybe you know have shows and in, in the next hopefully in the spring we'll have shows again hopefully and then they're gonna know all the songs you know yeah you just play so that's the thing the the goal here is to you know, like I love the idea you said earlier. Uh, Carver was about like four songs, and then over four months. You know, even if it's four to six weeks, you know, month, month and a half between each, because you get to utilize the uh, the Spotify um, submission tool to get in front of curators to possibly end up on playlists. Mm-hmm. If you did that, if you did that with a record, you only get one chance. One song. Well, well now you get a chance every single time to get in front of somebody. Um, mm-hmm. It gets on release radar which is important. You get, uh, a week's pump of that. And then you get it the second week, it actually bumps it up again to anybody that didn't listen. I tell bands all the time, don't worry about monthly listeners, worry about your followers and get, get your followers, get people to follow the band on Spotify and pre-save whenever you have a pre-save. Um, but every time, you, every time you release something on release radar, it goes to all your followers. So if you have 10,000, 20,000 followers, it's going to go out to all 10, 20,000 people on release day. Like, that's, what's more important. Don't, don't get caught up in like, Oh, we only got, you know, a hundred thousand monthly listeners or whatever. Like be worried about getting, just getting people to follow the band awareness. A lot of people don't know, they don't know to follow you, you know, you got to let them know. Yeah. Um, and, and then releasing stuff over the course of six months, eight months, 10 months, that's going to keep you in the conversation. It's going to, um, it's going to keep people talking about you and it's going to keep the algorithm working for you. Like there's so many advantages, you know? So I say, press the CDs for sure, you know, for like a small amount to like mail out to your fans and stuff, sign them, mail them out, mm-hmm. uh, sell them at the merch table. Yeah. It's a quick 10 bucks, but the CD doesn't do shit for you after you sell it. It yeah, just like, sits yeah, there on you the shelf. It's yeah. to sign
1: for the fans. Yeah. Exactly.
0: It's a cool thing. They want the art vinyls, even better if you can do that. But yeah, uh, but uh, I push Spotify because that's the one that does the playlisting and, and it can make a big difference. Uh, you'll Is see the numbers way, go up.
2: See how many uh, you know, how many streams from Apple music? Is there any way to even see that CMSF? Kind of
0: yeah, you got you to sign up for uh, Apple music for artists.: Oh, go sign, sure. yeah, yeah, go sign up for that. And then Amazon has that one as well. I', I focus
1: on Spotify, but there's a lot of people that use Apple music a lot, all the freaking iPhone people.
0: look like i said earlier you got to be everywhere you know yeah and uh it's just the the focus is on spotify because that's you know apple music doesn't really do that they don't really have like a a million playlists that are curated and like it's like breaking bands you know um spotify is the one that does that so uh you know if you have a song you know on the loose would have been good would be good on on like the beach vibes playlist you know that's a big one Mm -hmm. um everybody everybody that listens to music in this genre probably has beach vibes on their uh on their spotify yeah mm-hmm. so yeah so you know so aim for that um and you, just get used to releasing songs more frequently the the, the two-year cycle has been over but it's definitely over now it's now time to, to release music you know Hell
1: yeah! as often as possible monthly as often or, as possible. yeah six yeah, weeks. yeah.
0: I, i'd say six weeks you know like uh, you know if you have the material and you're ready to go you know six weeks is fine because it gives you time to let the song kind of grow and then it gives you time to set up the next one without overcrowding and, and getting too yeah, this
2: one's you know, often than the one
0: pick up yeah you don't want the you don't want to cloud up the one you just you just put out yeah. um <clears throat> but it's just the world we live in now man and, and the sooner like like the bands, the bands that realize that now and embrace it are going to win. Totally. That's that's just how it is. If you're fighting and you're saying buy CDs, you're going to lose.
1: Yeah. I guess the trick is going to be like having several finished songs in the pocket. Um, That way we can release them over the time and then um, be working on the next batch. um, while we have, instead of just working on one song and release that song and then work on another song and release that song, it might not get done in six weeks.
0: Yeah, exactly. You, you're yeah. putting too much pressure on yourself.
1: And then tape you know, let them out slowly, let them drip out. Yeah.
0: Exactly. You don't want to put too much pressure on yourself and like, oh, we gotta write a new song. Like, let's get it done now. It's like, let's do four or five tracks, have them in the can, ready to go. And that way too, they all sound the same, like they're mixed probably all at the same time, mastered. So everything sounds consistent. Um, it's really about consistency and frequency, you know. Mm-hmm. Just make that stronger. And you know, oh, yeah. it's it's a recipe to win, man. Totally. dude uh,
2: do you know anything about uh, those Canvas videos on Spotify?
0: Canvas videos, yeah. Um, I, I don't know how to get them. I think you have to go. To, it's like the Canvas website, maybe or something, and you can create it. Because I've seen bands, even smaller bands, um, do it. And we, I don't think we've done it. Um,
2: I sent a, a message, and they were like, "Oh, we're working with a small." group of bands and trying it out right now but then i'm also looking at reading it and it's like it increases your your streams by 200 i'm like man let let me get on that shit
0: yeah i mean it's just like video playing in the background you know it's like strange but
2: just like engage more and they're like oh this is the real shit you know
0: that makes sense yeah you should definitely be doing everything like that that you can whatever you can do i know you you think outside the box use the platforms make TikToks. you know um, just use, use the platforms and, and, and get yourself out there. You gotta people, the, the, the playing field is so much, so leveled, you know, because it used to be MTV and radio and, and now it's Spotify and it's like, and YouTube, you know? So, and TikTok now, I guess. Um, so it's just, there's shit everywhere and you got to fight harder and make even more noise and, and you got to make sure your songs are dope, you know, and to to really stand out. And, yeah. uh, that's why I say if you if you're doing all that, you know you're you're on a path to to win, you know. Yeah.
1: Hell yeah, um, man. Dude. When we talk about playlists um, and how crucial it is getting your song on a playlist, um, how how do you go about g- getting on some of these
2: playlists? Because you've been pretty fortunate in getting on some really nice ones. Do you think those those ads that people are all like, you know, pay whatever and get on all these playlists, you know? how legit are those even? Like, is that even worth it? I, I still have, um, I wanted to do it. You know, it's, it's like tempting every time, but it's of like, of
0: course, of course it's tempting. Yeah. I, I am not, uh, for paying to get on a playlist. Um, uh, we've done it, you know, we've, we've tried it and we've gotten on a few playlists, but they've been small and look, it's not that they were small playlists. I appreciate getting on any playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have just as much power. The fans have power. They don't realize it. if, that's why we encourage when we put a new release out, you can use like Gleam or something, make a Gleam campaign um, or a feature FM and have them pre-save the song and add the song to any one of their playlists. The more people add songs to your playlist, the more the algorithm picks you up, things like that. Um, if you've got a, a fan that has 500 followers or even a thousand followers on their playlist, cause it's still yeah, and they're sharing and stuff and you get on that playlist, that's big, man. That That's huge. You're going to get more streams from that. Um, but, uh, for, for the money that we paid, I think we pay like three, three fifty or something like that. And we got on like two or three smaller playlists for like a week. It, it just was like, eh, you don't, you don't end up on beach vibes or soak yeah. up the sun, you know, the really big ones. And I just think it's a waste of money. Um, I think you're better off, uh, trying to seek out the people that are, that are the curators. Yeah. Um, whether it's twitter or instagram facebook because That's, they're out there I, definitely you know, just,
2: have thought. I was like this there's somebody that runs the each one of these things you can find yes. that person and, and them. find them on every one of those things and reach out to them on all platforms It'll probably will respond on one of them whatever one
0: be super nice yeah. <clears throat> when you get added to a playlist when you no matter how big or small even if it's a fan that has 10 followers mm-hmm. on the playlist um, do your best to reach out to them on Facebook. Cause usually if you go to Spotify, you'll see their username yeah. and you'll see if it's like Facebook or whatever. It's do a search. Look, I've done this before. It takes hours to, to search for playlisters on your own. It's, uh, you know, you can go through and try to find them like stalker style. Yeah, and yeah. when you find that it's, it's worked a couple of times. I, I reached out <laughs> and I found the person I'm like, yo, Thank you so much for adding us to your playlist, man. I really appreciate that. He's like, oh, dude, I love you guys. Thanks for, thanks for the shout out. You know, tag them up. Make sure you, if you get on a playlist, tag it up on Instagram. Share their, yeah, Let them know that you appreciate it, you know, because, you know, just like the fans, we wouldn't be here without them. You know, of course, we can make music for the rest of our lives. But if you're trying to make something, if you're trying to do something big with it, you got to get followers. You got to get fans, you know. So you got to let your, let them know that you appreciate them for for taking the time and, and listening to you. Um See be grateful you know uh, so uh it's definitely possible um like i said i've done it it's just it takes a while it's it and so the the best thing to do is to use that so spotify submission tool and mm. tag it up properly do your research go go to spotify and and look at the it's not about genre anymore it's about feeling it's about vibe mood mm. seriously go in there and look it, it'll be like mood it's like there's like sad boy songs and shit you know for like uh, like depressing acoustic like yeah the workout you know uh focus for when you're like lo-fi shit when you're like trying to study or something like yeah yeah uh make sure you tag it up i I believe chill is a good tag now because beach vibes is in there so i would tag chill for sure yeah Yeah, yeah. if you're doing reggae you know reggae rock or whatever
2: is that only when you're releasing a song or can you go back and submit
0: so so anytime you go to release a song go to use your spotify for artists uh once it shows up there and and shows that it's it's an upcoming single from you or a release yeah that's that. where you want to you you submit the song radar and yeah that. you'll get release radar as long as you do it uh seven days at least seven days before the release you should do it weeks before that but um get it in there and, and, uh, you submit it there. So, and you're going to talk about, you give a little blurb about, you know, the band and what you're going to do to promote it. Um, the style, you know, what tag it up with the mood or the vibe, the feeling, um, just give a little bit of information about yourselves <clears throat> about the band and, or the song, what it's about, things like that, because you want to give the curator a chance to like, to, okay, so this song is going to be good for, for this playlist. This song is going to be good for, for this, you know, like, um, this would be great for beach vibes, you know, things like that. Uh, it's super important, man. And you look, it may not, you may not get it. Sometimes it takes a month. Sometimes it takes two months, sometimes six months later, you might get the song added. You can't, if you go to, uh, if you, if you re-release the song. So like one of the techniques you can do is, um, so when you take those four singles we were talking about, Hypothetically, you release your first one, and then like six weeks later, you release a second one. But make sure you include the first one underneath it, and then the third one have the previous two, and then the fourth one have all four. What that does is creates a waterfall effect, and uh, you get you generate more streams for those older songs. So like, mm. it happened with us. Like we released Renegade last uh, May, I think, 2019, and then ended up on the Fighter uh, Fighter EP. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it ended up on. Um, on the new out the new album message to the world the last track and some people hadn't heard it before because you know it's about a been about a year since then so like or yeah it was about a year so like you don't you know you're getting new fans all the time so like some and some fans don't know to dig so so far next thing you know your record comes out from a fan that just found you three months ago and now they're listening to a song you released a year ago when they might not have discovered it otherwise you know, you gave it another chance. You're giving all these songs another time to, sh- to shine every single time that yeah. you do that. Like that don't wait up song.
1: Yeah. Is it, so do you have two different versions of it up or is it the same one that you're just re-including on the new release?
0: Same version, but you got to use the ISRC code. So, yeah, d- so whenever you upload, like if you use DistroKid or CD Baby or whoever, um, you make sure that, you like I don't know if you have to uncheck it or whatever. You got to make sure you say I have my own ISRC. Otherwise, they'll generate a new one for you. Suddenly, you got two versions of it and it splits, and you have different counts for each one. Yeah, so it's kind have-
2: of weird for us right now because we use the same ISRC code, but we use District Kid and C Baby. That's so, fine.
0: Yeah, yeah that's fine.
2: It like it's uh They're just taking a while to like to merge. To or merge. Something. Yeah. Because yeah, because I like copy and paste from cd baby to the distro kid when i uploaded the don't wait up and it seems like there's still like you know 40 something thousand on one and twenty thousand on another one or something like that so
0: there's there's two versions of it
2: there is but they're supposed to have the same code and so
1: it's kind of a, a weird thing
0: that is weird yeah i would i mean have you looked to verify that they are definitely the same isrc code yeah yeah. Interesting. I don't have an answer for that. Um yeah, I think
2: I would need to reach out to Spotify and ask him why it's not like
0: Yeah. Know. I haven't I haven't of, had the issue.
2: We yeah. we did one on CD Baby and then
1: the when we re-released it um, on DistroKid um we kept the same number but I don't know if it's just because it's a different yeah. distributor or no but yeah, that's stuff we're working out and figuring out as we go.
0: I moved our whole catalog to to DistroKid back in March. From ingrooves, and like everything's fine, everything's there. there's no doubles, there's no splits,
2: uh, yes, yeah, see okay, mate, what about this? so there's like a it's not moved over. there's like there's one on c d baby and there's one on district and there's still both up might, you need they, to
0: go take it down. you need to let the notes to remove it. That may be where your problem is because it's yeah. oh yeah, that's probably what it is then because you have yeah. two distributors putting it on. The same platform, so you got, yeah. yeah. So you need to go to CD Baby and be like, I want to remove this, and it's right there. Like you can click it, like remove song or take song off platforms. Yeah, you got to really, you got to take all your stuff off. It won't just transfer it. You got to remove it all. Yeah, that's why
2: you have double and a different like title almost. Like so, like one says, "Don't wait up." The way DistroKid Kid does is you put, you know, you put the title in, and then you put the feature artist. And it doesn't have next to it. You don't put like the title, "Don't Wait Up" quotations, "Vonalia" or whatever. But that's how CD Baby looks. So it's like has a different.
0: Interesting. Yeah. yeah, the the way they do it now, like when you put up a song with a feature on it on DistroKid, you put the song and then parentheses feet, you know, whoever close yeah. parentheses, and then it recognizes that it has a feature, and then I guess it uh you can it'll like tag the artist as well. But um, and the way it shows up now, it'd be like whoever. You know, Ballyhoo. You know, whoever's on the on the song, um, comma. Uh, But yeah, I would go in there like today and just go to CD Baby and remove all that stuff. That way, you don't have that. You know, it'll you'll you'll get rid of your doubles. And
2: think that it will just it will literally just take those views from that one and just and throw
0: it. Yeah, it's the same information, so you you shouldn't lose any anything because it happened a couple times where um like with a single. Um because you don't you don't really have control over how fast everything goes live. so if I go I tried to time it where, okay, it's been almost five days, you know, this should pop up on Spotify in a couple of days, uh, so I'll submit to remove the songs from you know via core or whatever, and then that takes a couple of days. So like hopefully there's no lapse. So I would just uh, I think I just waited until like the day before they were supposed to go live and I started you know submitting for removal. Um, just, and I didn't care if there were doubles and I knew it was only going to be a few days of that. I'd rather have doubles than have a complete lapse and not have the song available, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Cause right now, I mean, this straight up like different art, you know, kind of a different title. It looks like different master on it and do a well, different master, but <laughs> interesting A-R-C-C code for both.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Get on there and, and just, just re- remove all that stuff from CD baby. Um, you'll still don't close your account cause you're still going to get sales money from that for the next like six months. Mm, okay. Um, so just keep it open and check it every month to to get your money and transfer it over until it's down to zero finally. And then you can close it out.
1: You got so much good information, man, about everything in the industry. Thank you for like the, uh, just even having a podcast like this. Cause it's so informative for bands like us or bands in any music genre, um, just like, yeah, you, you're giving some really good information out there.
0: Oh man. No worries, man. It's, this is like my favorite part. I, I could talk about this shit all day long. Um, <laughs> it's, it's fun, man. It's fun. You know, I think there's a lot of things that, that bands, uh, need to go through. Um, I think there's, uh, you know, we should all, all bands should sleep on floors and eat sh- sh- shitty, food and have to sleep in the van and not get paid. And I think that's all like right of passage type of stuff. Um, but then, you know, there's a lot of things that you can, skip around and like the the distribution stuff and like uh you know making sure to keep oil in the van and regular maintenance things like that like that all that stuff is you know you shouldn't have to go the the hard route to find those things out like we did um you know so it's i like i like just giving out the advice so i think
2: the more you know it's it's the better i mean like I'll just power bro sign with freaking some label you know and they're just like well, you know, take all your royalties and give you so much money. And then just because you don't know how to do anything by yourself other than write music. Yeah. You're helping empower artists, man. Yeah. Dude,
0: there's I thank you. I, I love to hear that. Um, I'm glad there's value here. Uh, look, man, if there's so much free content out there, this podcast being one of them, uh, YouTube, I call it YouTube university. That's where I've learned a lot of things for free. Um, I've done like the, the three week trial on Linda and Skillshare.com like stuff like that. Uh, but like, there's so much free content out there. If you can just go and just take it in and love what you're doing enough to where you're not so worried about money. You shouldn't be worried about money. You shouldn't be worried about how, ta- how long it's taking. If you have patience, you'll never have to give up your stuff. You'll never have to give up your money to anybody else because you're learning on your own. You've, you if you seek the knowledge and, uh, you, you have patience and you're able to wait, but you're, but you keep doing the things you love. It won't feel like work. You know, it's taken me 25 years, you know, to, to figure all this stuff out, but I'm happy, man. I, we had labels approach us in the two thousands, major labels. And I don't know what would have happened if, if things had gone through, if, you know, my band would probably be done. We, we might've played different style of music. I, I was, I feel like I would have been forced into playing shit. I didn't want to play or something, you know, like, just didn't have my wits about me about the industry and how it works and contracts and things. We've mm-hmm. signed shitty contracts. I think if you have the patience and you're, you're willing to wait it out and just keep playing shows and putting out music and making your fans happy and building them on an organic level one by one, you're going to have way more, you'll be way happier five, ten years from now than you would be, you know, if you got signed to some label right now that want to take all your money. Yeah. You know? True that, yeah, dude. Yeah, man. So, uh, anybody in the comments here? What's up, YouTube and Facebook? If you got some uh, some questions for these guys before I let them go, throw them up right now. Let, let's get it going. Who do we have in here? I see, I see your drummers people. in here. What's up, Jess? Oh, what's
2: up,
0: Alex? Yep. Travis, Colin. Uh, Colin says uh, for Canvas, try using your distributor. I just got it for of good nature going through distro okay i didn't know the distro kid uh, had that i'll check that out thanks colin oh,
2: cool. okay nice shit yeah. awesome that's good cool. information all around hey Everybody. thanks for that comment
0: <laughs> if you would like to donate to the boys right here look at jewel looking out for you guys cool. thank you venmo wow. audit empire that's cool I'm looking out thank you yeah man uh alex says we switched from reverb nation to distro kid took a minute but the numbers caught up yeah man cool
2: Sweet. Nice, good. <clears throat> good. It's
0: definitely not instant, you know.
2: Did numbers caught up, or did they did they lose, and then you had to catch them up, or did they transfer? It, it, them? it probably just takes a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it, like if they transferred, if it took a minute to transfer over, or they just had to like start over. And that's-
0: yeah, I, I imagine that the numbers just uh, just merge and sync yeah. up. Uh, let's see. Joe sure. says, "What about when CD Baby District Distro published uh, to YouTube Music? Can you have them sync?" take it to your band YouTube so the views. Uh, you should be able to go and merge your artist page um, with the band page. There's like there's like an artist music page, and they started doing this last year, I think, where you can request to have it merged together, so you get your uh, subs and your and your views all in one place. So I would look into that. Um, and then uh, you can use a lot of these services like CD Baby and TuneCore and DistroKid to collect. Uh, you're publishing stuff on on YouTube as well. Anytime there's a video on YouTube that has your song in it, they'll collect that money for you. Because that money just goes and sits somewhere in a black box. And a lot of people don't claim it. Look up about mechanicals, everybody. Mechanical uh, royalties and, and sound exchange. You're missing out on money.
1: You just got to yeah. go find for it.
0: All right. Exactly. You got to take the time and look for it, man. Otherwise, you know, it gets used. The money that that that... Is owed to us sits in a in a in a box for years, and then eventually it gets uh, used for admin fees and stuff that that and you'll never see it. So you know every day like you lose money that you'll never get back. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, so, just Leonard, miss you, man. Hope y'all are having a blast. Travis Brown, miss you too, brother. Nice. Looks yep. like one of your homies. What's up, baby? But yeah,
1: it's da, rah, in our, rah, rah. our drummer and our
0: guitarist. Yeah. Nice. Oh, what'd you say, hon? I think I want some be lots okay, out. Ask mom. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Sorry, my daughter <laughs> just came in. So you're working from home. You know, the family's all here. and <laughs> the same. Oh, yeah. my kids downstairs. Uh, your drummer says, uh, you're a wizard of the audio and business world. Infinite gratitude for your guide. Ah, oh, thanks, man. You're bl- making my head all big, dude. Stop. Um. Nice man. Yeah, dude, I just like I said, I love giving out information and I can talk about this shit all all damn day long. Um
2: when you go through it, all of it, you know. It's Cliff yes yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, no, you lived it.
0: So uh guy says, Y'all were great at Wolfie's last year. Hopefully you get to catch you again soon. New album is great. Awesome. What's up, guy? So uh how was Wolfie's last year, guys? Oh, it was fun, dude. We had, we had
2: a a wow. blast. Know, it was yeah. I I they did it right, you know. For sure, we got to freaking rock out for a whole bunch of new people. We made a lot of new fans out of it, and then camped and partied in the woods. It was, yeah, it, it was mom. a good time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. I love that. Uh, Michael says mixed with MIDI sub bass Kemper bass profile will be epic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The Kemper is ridiculous, man. Shout out to Cloud Nine Vibes. Yeah, what's up, Molly? I got to. We got to do that song. I know. I there's like he sent me like two songs. There's one that I was like, yeah, this this might be. My vibe, so I, I will get on that. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anybody else in here? Ask James about his Wolfie's experience. Oh, uh, God. is there a good that. story?
2: <laughs> <laughs> a crazy. We we had this point. We had a thing going on where like you win free merch if you take a picture, or like we pick somebody out of uh, oh, if you take a picture with James. So like everyone was sending in picture of james and james is like walking around like why are these people like the day i guess we did really good man like everyone wants to take a picture with me <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> and then we picked somebody that got some free merch and shit out of it because he was, he was like, taking mushrooms and shit Just, like, <laughs> i was tripping the whole time people kept uh, walking up and taking we're pictures. like
0: let's f- <laughs> 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 that fuck wonderful. that's wonderful <laughs> yeah uh, when you get to like chill with the fans and stuff like that. It, it, it's some funny stories and can pop up for sure. Oh dude. Yeah. That's good. Colin with the info, try this link to request your official artist channel. I think this is what you need. Yeah, There you go. I think artist that was
2: uh Joe. YouTube. Really? That's awesome. Because I thought you had to have a thousand uh, followers or under subscri- subscribers oh. to your YouTube to get an artist channel. So if you can we're like eight hundred right now, because we haven't been like pushing it too hard. So yeah, like, yeah we've never I'm like really gone. used it to, yeah.
0: We need a couple hundred people. It's like, we might still need it. But you should be able to get. Yeah. You should be able to get that little music note, uh, next to your YouTube, YouTube name, okay. uh, through DistroKid, and I I, know, I think that's where we got ours. Um, so yeah, Colin's right here. So I'll definitely check that out. Artists.
2: Yeah, because that's because you can't even uh, sponsor your videos. You can't even put ads on your videos unless you have that.
0: You got to have a thousand subs and 4,000 view, view hours, uh, in 365 days. So, um, so that's, that's why I I push like live stream as much as possible um, from, from, from YouTube, go as long as you can, uh, keep it interesting, obviously, um, get everybody to tune in and that's how you get your, your, uh, your views up and crank out cool videos, you know, when you put your music video up, you know, like I said, do behind the scenes, all the stuff you put on Instagram, you know, like take, take your day. If you're, if you're somebody that likes to do stories on Instagram and go all day long, you, you we've seen people that just put that with the little dashes all the way across the top, just like a yeah. long ass story from the whole day, Dude, <laughs> yeah. download the video to your phone and upload it to YouTube. You're going to have like a, you know, 10 minute video, you know, just all day. Yeah, um, You have to learn to repurpose uh, repurpose your content. So, like your uh, live stream you guys just did, that looked it looked great. Take that shit, chop it up, and, and put a, a song a week on your YouTube. So we
2: have we even have both of them? And we should do that totally. That's I was yeah. I wanted to do that for the last one we did at four twenty with uh, Reggae Three Sixty. I think but, they're all uploaded to somebody else's YouTube. Yeah, yeah, but we can up, yeah. we can put them up on ours too. Like,
0: Dude, ask yeah. ask them. Make sure it's cool. Like, go hit them up on Instagram, th- Reggae Three Sixty. Hey guys, you mind if we take you know, piece this up. I don't think they'll mind, you know,
2: it was like, it was like yeah. Um, R R studios. Yeah. at R studios. That's that, that guy. Roger. Should
0: be putting it on your YouTube. You should put it on your IGTV. I've heard rumblings of a uh, possible monetization on IGTV. So just imagine this, you've got oh, five, dude. 10, 10 minute, hour videos on IGTV. Suddenly you're able to monetize them and you're starting, you know what I mean? So you got to think about all this stuff ahead of time, get ahead of the game. As long as you keep yeah. looking forward and seeking the education, you know, like yeah. I was saying, you can, you can stay on top, stay ahead of the curve. All of a sudden, you know, you, when, when I started my YouTube channel last year, like I, I don't, it, it had been there, but I just didn't go hard until January of last year, 2019. And that's when I started building it out. Suddenly I was building a, uh, Brandon's been doing it too. You guys see his live on Facebook. He's been doing that for a couple of years. So he has this in crowd when the pandemic happened and bands are freaking out, we were already doing this shit online. You know what I mean? Like, we already had it. We had everything we needed already. Suddenly, you couldn't buy, uh, you couldn't buy a capture card because they were like $400 on Amazon. You know, they're normally like 120 bucks. Uh, things like that. You couldn't get certain things. You couldn't get a good podcast mic. Everybody's starting podcasts now or want to go live. Like, if you, if you do those things ahead of time and you're ready for it, when shit like this happens, you just, it's, it's nothing. You know, you just, okay, I guess I'll go online now and I'll double down on that. So things like that. I, I just try to, you know, push everybody to stay ahead and just be looking forward, you know?
2: Totally. Do you think they're ever going to do any mon- uh, monetization on uh, Facebook?
0: Uh, Facebook is, is doing monetization right now. Um, the, they have a creator studio. If you go to your, um, your band page, you, you may see it. Um, I, I know we have it. It says creator studio at the top. And they basically want to be YouTube. So um, yeah. now you can do everything there, like post uh, videos from the creator studio. To Facebook and to Instagram, uh, and then you can. We we're not monetized yet. Uh, you have to do. There's there's a few requirements. I can't remember what they are, um, but I guess people can buy stars, kind of like what YouTube does with. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys saw earlier. Somebody gave me ten bucks to just have a comment pinned up there, and there's mm-hmm. like different levels. Well, you can buy like stars, and then when somebody gives you like you know, a hundred stars, it's like a dollar or something like that, you know, um, that's like currency. Um, Hmm. but they're, I think they were kind of aiming towards gamers for that, but I think they're growing it out to be, you know, everybody else. Yeah. Um, so yeah.
2: To get people to view stuff on Facebook and YouTube.
0: Uh, the thing with the thing with Facebook too, is, um, Facebook hates links to, especially to YouTube, but links to anywhere else, but, other shared videos on youtube on on facebook they'll bury it like the algorithm will be like fuck you like this is not our stuff want, yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 so yeah. so yeah. go yeah. native and upload to facebook directly mm-hmm. um yeah.
2: upload to youtube uh, videos if we should upload like 45 cal video to facebook and be like because i mean we put it out there and it's, it's dope ass stuff and it's like you know four thousand people see it on instagram but if we put it on facebook it would be like 20,000
0: 20, you know like- yeah the 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 view the view uh requirement is like 3 seconds on
2: occ oh, yeah, okay facebook like scrolling yeah. But,
0: yeah yeah and so like you're going to get yeah. by default you're going to get way more views on facebook than you would on like youtube youtube yeah. you have to watch for at least 30 seconds i think mm. and some people don't um, and so, like that's why you see, like this thing has ten thousand views, you know, in a day. It's like because you know they probably wa- they may have watched for three seconds. Other people will watch for longer, but you're, you're you're big fans. But, uh, but yeah, why wouldn't you post everything you post everywhere else? Why wouldn't you put on Facebook? You know, um, especially if they're gonna they're gonna monetize it. And I mean, look, you're gonna get the views. Like I, I stream this to YouTube and Facebook every time, you know, just to get to maximize on the mm-hmm. views. So definitely take your content when you do like a, a long thing and it's like multiple songs a show a stream whatever download it chop it up and start releasing on every platform just one song a week or something you oh, know yeah
2: so yeah that's what i'm gonna do right now because i'm pretty uh spent on things to post about you know like <laughs> i've been yeah. seeing your your instagram you'll just post some like throwback picture of whatever and and you know just keep like posting something while a lot a lot of bands are just silent they haven't posted shit in like months like a dude month. you
0: can't you can't be silent that's what i'm saying like you got to be you got to be making noise that's how we stay alive oh That's
2: funny shows and I was like um yeah today not <laughs> <laughs> because
0: that's because they don't realize that everything is content yeah 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 look it, it's uh, obviously you know Recap videos and stuff are great when you're on tour, but we're not on tour, so like what recap your day, recap what you do shit like walk around you know i had I have a video on on my channel of me making coffee with my daughter last year, you know it's like just stuff like that, like you know me sitting here working on a track you know do do your own quarantine videos you know that it's still a thing like just make it's 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 free you guys have a little, little place there everybody in their own place play to a click and then have somebody throw it together in, in premiere or something and just upload it it's it's, it's 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 a little extra work you know but the the fans love it
1: it it goes back to what you say about like um like the old home videos from all the bands that we loved growing up you know watching the that all that home footage and behind the scenes stuff of your favorite bands that's like what shaped me growing up and kind of you know made us into the people that we are today you know and that's why i think people want to see you know the day in the life of a musician they do like what we're doing because
2: we're driving the
0: to the river smoking a joint uh-huh. i'm telling you man yeah go to the river and fucking uh light up a joint and go live and just start talking to people and grab your acoustic and chat and like you don't like you don't even have to you know you don't even have to like smoking joints <laughs> you don't have to play just like talk for 20 minutes you know just like what's up guys like you know take questions like ask them what kind of merch they want well, hey what should we print on next like what you guys think about that last thing we did well, did you like how it felt like they got you gotta show you care you know that you totally. care about the what they're wearing what you're, what you're selling to them uh Absolutely. you know would you guys think about that last song you know what should we write about next like you know um what was your favorite show of ours like just just bullshit hey what do you guys think about that new uh you know those new potato chips or whatever like just dumb shit you know other topics yeah
1: yeah just about, what do you y'all like this new song that our friends put out yeah
0: totally man it's it's all about engagement it's all about just being there and being accessible and and being engaged with with your viewers you totally. know and you gotta, gotta stay totally. you gotta stay in the conversation
2: totally yeah I, I like i like doing that um because lately i've been pretty good at doing my personal name and on the empire on on our group on facebook and i've been able to like start some good conversations you know just yes. like I was like, Hey, where do you guys work? You know, and stuff like that. And I just posted a picture of me at, at a new job that I was picking up, you know, on the side and uh, tons of people posted what, where they do and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm, then I was able to do a different one and then I did another one and then I did another one and I'm like, okay, these are working out. People are like, Hey, there's actually people here, you know, They have a
1: good community. Yeah.
2: And now transferred that to our actual pages. Yeah. where we have like, cause I, and I've been able to do a couple of them. Like, Hey, um, where was the last time you saw us? And, you know, shout out your city. And, um, where should we go to next or something like that? You know, we've had sometimes where I like, Hey, where should we play next? You know, and it'll be like crickets, you know, and I'm like, damn, you know, (laughs)
0: it's so yeah, like you have to ask interesting questions you know because that that's one of those like typical like i don't have anything else to say moments you know yeah, so yeah. It, it can be a good question for sure you can get some answers but ask some more engaging in- interesting questions you know what was the last movie you guys saw or like you know it's just people like to talk about themselves i think you know and people want to uh kind of vent so ask them how they're feeling ask them what they've been up to you know um don't make it about you just make it about the, the group the, those those fan groups are uh, those fan groups are huge man um, you can get some some really excited people in there you know I'd rather have a hundred people that that give a fuck than a thousand people who just like whatever you know For real right. And, you get people excited, you wanna create super fans, you know, you wanna you wanna make them feel loved and over deliver. So make sure you jump in those those bands to get in their Facebook groups and start posting with their normal profile and just, just talking shit like everybody else, you know, mm-hmm. and keep it positive and light and and uh, interesting and fun. And um, you know, like I said, over deliver and just be there.
2: Right. Hell yeah, dude.
0: Yeah. This nice, is- man. Well well, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys go, man. um here for like what almost two hours yeah it's great that's
2: good information i wonder if anyone had
0: enough time to watch the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) well it'll be it'll be available on youtube and facebook so you guys can watch back later and share the videos and stuff um yeah if you're out there watching on youtube right now uh please don't forget to sub up give the video a like i'll maybe leave a comment let me know who else i should have on the show if you're on facebook give it a like share it whatever um and uh, yeah, thanks to, so much to the the Autic Empire guys for uh, for for coming on the show and uh, and talking. Make sure you check out the new record Head Change. I got to uh, I got to mix it. It turned out really good. I'm stoked on it. And uh, yeah, I think you guys just keep getting better and better. And uh, yeah, there it is, right there. Yeah. Yeah, the, the artwork, sick.
2: Uh, Opie, Opie R T S. Opie yeah. did that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was a That was a milestone, dude. That was legendary for us to have freaking the dude that did the sun to do our stuff we're like oh man
0: that's great man i know <laughs> I, I, yeah he, he kills it he, he's really really good that new long beach uh album is good too dude, I it's had so good we I listened had it to on yesterday yeah,
2: yeah i have it on all the time it's
0: just like classic you know i reached out i was like who mixed this shit sounds amazing you know <laughs> <Who mixed laughs> it was good um, but dude, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Uh, make sure if you're watching out there, uh, tune in, subscribe to Tales from the Green Room podcast. Follow me everywhere: Howie Spangler on uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. And uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll see you really soon. Thanks everybody here in the comments. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah, man, you guys you guys have a great day. And uh, I- I'm sure I'll, I'll be talking to you real soon, man. I can't wait to get started on this new record. Absolutely, awesome,
1: hell oh yeah, bro. Appreciate it. Man. So much love. Yeah, yeah. man.
0: You guys have a good day. Take care. Peace out.